0: Good morning. It's good being with you again this morning. In his fallen state, mankind is lost and degenerate. He's wicked to the core and hopelessly headed to an eternity in hell. The Bible has nothing good to say about our unregenerate hearts. Jeremiah says that our hearts are deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Though man began perfectly and beautifully reflected the image of his Creator, Sin permanently marred him and left him spiritually dead. In his infinite mercy, God, out of his love for man, provided a plan of redemption to pay for man's awful transgression. That plan would be hideous and unthinkable, for no other design could rectify the death caused by man's sin. God's only Son, the second member of the Godhead, Jesus, would come to earth be born of a virgin, live a spotless life, and be cruelly tortured, shamed, and crucified as payment for man's sin. Then, to break the power of death over man, Jesus would rise from the dead, ever living as the Savior of the world. No price has ever been greater, and no payment has ever been more complete. Jesus fulfilled every requirement of our sin debt that we might be free. Jesus' payment for man's sins had but one requirement. Man must believe. There was nothing man could do to ever earn his redemption. All he could do was put his hope in Jesus. And in so doing, his sins would be washed away by the blood of the Lamb of God. The book of Romans opens by describing man's fallen nature. And it's not a pretty sight. The chapter attributes nothing of value to man as his heart has become a reflection of his master, the devil. That description includes the following in Romans 1.21. Because that, when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Interestingly, that chapter teaches us that God placed the knowledge of himself in every man, thus, when they knew God. Though man somehow has the knowledge in his mind, he typically does everything possible to ignore it and act like it does not really exist. Or worse, knowing that there is a God, man willfully chooses to mock him and become his enemy. Man's fallen state is deplorable. However, we can understand his condition because we know he's lost and without the reviving work of the Holy Spirit. He's being led by and controlled by his manipulator, the evil one. What's tragic and sad is when those who have trusted Christ for their salvation and have enjoyed his forgiveness of sins begin to behave like the lost. We who know Christ are to live our lives empowered and directed by the Holy Spirit, bringing glory to our Savior. However, when we begin to live to please ourselves, and follow after our fleshly desires, we lose the pure reflection of Christ in our lives and take on the hideous image of Satan instead. Notice, by not bringing glory to Christ as God and by not being thankful, our testimony is lost, and instead of pointing people to Christ, we begin fitting in with the world around us. Christianity today has sadly tried to enjoy the pleasures of the world while maintaining a presence before God. We, as a whole, have lost our effectiveness at reaching the world, and we can't figure out why. I think we need to go back to simply living our lives to purposely glorifying the Lord in everything we do. Perhaps then we will begin making inroads and seeing the lost come to Christ. God bless you today. I love you.